This is As of Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and we got DJ Main Time in the building. What's going on, player? Oh, man. It's a wonderful day, man. It's beautiful out here, hey. man. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here, my dog. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. For it's sure, been for a sure. long time coming. Hey, bro, it's crazy to be you. here, man. Hey, I love everything that you're doing. Yeah. Like, the whole platform and giving back to the city, man, so... It's a very beautiful thing, man. I appreciate oh, being here, man. man. You trying to, you trying to whoop Martin? Say, give me love. I appreciate that, man. And and respect back to you, man. What they say, ditto, or yeah. you know, the, the the feeling is mutual, bro. I wouldn't have you on this show unless it was it was a mutual respect, dude. And you know, it's been a long time coming having you on here For so sure. it's well overdue i'm glad we were able to sit down and you know really just talk and, and reconnect man like how Get you been up, man. man oh man life good bro you know what i'm saying taking care of the babies and trying to make sure how many children you got two i got two okay you know what i'm saying just have you my, got what you got two boys two boys yeah just I had my son so. on my birthday uh, yeah, December 14th. So that, was, thing. that was spectacular for me, you know. Congratulations I mean? on the new edition, man. Yeah, so uh just trying to work out life and keep keep it rolling, man. Trying to enjoy the experience mm-hmm. uh, as much as possible. So it's been it's been a little cut crazy, you know, trying to make new businesses and trying to learn how the world works. So, but we here, man, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful, bro. Yeah, man. It's a beautiful thing. How has the process been in cuz I haven't really talked to somebody who has youngins like like you do, like a, a newborn, and then your son is not. He's still a young man. Um, how was that process? Because we're, we're, we're pre-COVID, and, you know, we still got COVID around. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're in the process where, you know, they got the um, shots now. But how was is, how is that process of having a child throughout these times, like dealing with, like, schooling and dealing with, like, you well, know, actually- it's... To be honest, it's been amazing. To be honest, because my son, he actually goes to school from home, and he makes A's and B's. So okay, uh, he be staying up playing Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. One o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, "Yo, what's going on?" Like, <laughs> he be like, "But I'm making A's and B's," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." You know what I'm saying? Touche, like, touche, you little know, man. We used to play. Um, what we used to play back in the day? Uh, Golden Eye. Classic. We, we ain't want to go to bed at no ten o'clock, Mm-mm. eleven o'clock. Play you know go until so, the school bus come. Come on, man. So as long as you got A's and B's, you know you good. So, but him being home and having access, I was working from home as well. So we just got to spend so much time together. Mm. And so then, it was um, a blessing in disguise, really. Oh man, it's a super blessing, man. To be honest, like now is that process still going on now? Where are they like some schools where it's like they're in school a couple of days and then like he's at home a couple of days or like now nah, he he, he's strictly at the crib now. He's at the crib right now, probably playing Call of Duty, <laughs> cussing out somebody and uh, trying to. He be he loves to rob the banks out there and do the little heist. You got like grown men that be trying to talk mm-hmm. to him. I'm like, man, it's like a 30 year old man on the phone. Yep. Like, who, you on the, who you talking to? You know, probably got me on the other line. Like, Come on, man, do the back right. <laughs> and they asking him the questions. You know what I'm saying? So he's uh-huh. like, hey, go over there. Like I'm like, <laughs> but but you know it's crazy, man. But it's it's beautiful, man. Like having COVID and being home and just having so much time together. Like I love that I was working from home as well. So mm. it makes it match perfectly. Yeah, man, yeah. it does. How are you already teaching them at that young age? Like, cause you got the hustle mindset. So, yeah, are you teaching them at the young age, like the counting and like? Oh, I, I already know that. Oh, yeah, with sure. <laughs> like, he already know how to DJ. He already know, like, you know, what I'm saying, even though he don't DJ like that that much, cause that's not really what he's interested in. I already taught him. Mm. Um, but money. So he know how to trans. He know how to change the song and all that. Oh, he he can go through them. Like, that's what's up for for hours. Like, Dang, you know that's what what's saying? up. So he knows how to do like the effects and. 
he got got some work to do, you know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. The good yeah. thing about him being a child, though, his playlist is fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be listening to like, I'll be trying to be in the car, like, man, like, this, this that's shit all right, little man. That shit we, but then I'm like, I'll be playing it, but when he when he go home or something to his mom, mm-hmm. I'll be playing it back, you know what I'm saying? So he definitely got a fire playlist and um I think we're just hustling, like he he live it, like you know what I mean? Like he he seen when I bought my house and seen the process of everything else that was going on with that because yeah, it was like, yeah. I was just buying a house. Like I wanted to buy like a duplex. I wanted to buy a multifamily home and yeah. you know what I'm saying? I wanted to show him how it was to be able to rent out rooms and yeah. and actually have that process of being able to get that residual income. So it's like, yeah, he's, he's saying everything. He's living it, man. He, he loves it. Like he, mm. He's loving it right now. And I'm loving it too that he gets yeah. He smiles about it. That's beautiful, man, to see, um, to have a child that sees that process and then see it being his father. Yeah. Because, you know, coming from a household like myself, like, I'm cool, with, uh, and people know this if they watch the podcast, I'm cool with my father now, mm-hmm. but I didn't grow up with him. And yeah. so, dealing around times when I was young, around that age, um, the person that would hustle and be looking up to was not my dad. Yeah. You know, it would be like a street nigga. Crazy. Or it'd be like my older brother Thanks. who was one foot in, one foot out. And so, like, to that is so important to have that foundation at a young age to where, like, because when he gets to our age, anybody gonna be able to tell him shit. Oh, man. Because he, he looked up to his father yeah. looking at that age and it's just like, that's we, how I'm supposed to made, do it. And we made the sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? The, the mm. crazy thing what people don't know is, like, I, I, my mom kicked me out when I was 20 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was trapping... Trapping mm-hmm. like a fool when I was younger, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. She she found the work one day and was like, "Boy, you gotta go." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, from 20 years old to now, I always lived by myself. Like yeah. and it was a struggle, you know. what I'm saying I remember being that guy that had to, "Hey man, baby girl, can I hold your car?" And I ain't never want to be that guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but you had to you had to do what you had to do. Had to do what you had to do, man. In the streets, and um, I think just to go back what you were saying about like the mindset of being able to see like growing up and looking up the trappers, like that's all we knew. We knew mm. trappers and killers and and robbers back in the day. Like, yeah, like, I didn't know nothing else. So they were like our Avengers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for real, like for real, we like, looked up to them niggas. We really did, like in real life, like so. So to me, like just now, it's like I right, I seen how the streets worked. Mm-hmm. I seen how corporate America works. Let me interchange both of those and like make a perfect blend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. To be aggressive, want the money, but also understand that you still gotta be kind of cordial sometimes. You know, what yeah. I mean? you gotta, you can't always be crazy and want to kill everybody. Like, but, yeah. but you still can get the money too. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, that's that's where we at right now. Just trying to make sure that we we mixing that blend, like still trapping. Maybe even if it's on the corporate side of things, trapping. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because we we work sales. Like yeah. I always tell anybody if you want to try to get a job, like get a sales job, something that you can actually like change your your own money. Like you can mm. always put more hours in and get more sales. That's true. But if you work a regular job, you know what I'm saying, you still getting paid per hour. Yeah. Like I know people to make fifty, sixty dollars, you know what I'm saying, per sale commission. So if that ain't selling crack, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he making fifty thousand dollars in a month. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. It's just been crazy to watch watch how everything's evolving in the world and mm-hmm. being on that good side. But yeah, it's been crazy to just watch your evolution in general because it's like you talked about the early years of being kicked out, and mm-hmm. 
it kind of makes sense because like I feel like honestly <laughs> I thought nigga I thought you been on your own since you was I mean no disrespect to your mom but I, I feel like you've been doing your own thing since you were a teenager not and so it was kind of like the transition from like after high school like it, it's not surprising you saying like you got kicked out at 20 because like mm-hmm. even by the time out of high school like you were already transitioning and just like yeah. Promotions And like doing like Like we were talking about Off air Dealing with like University pub Like yeah. That was an era nigga Like yeah. uh, niggas just like Getting money And I made like So much networking And money going over there Like university pub Like fucking with y'all Doing those events And shit like that sure. I go in there And just see like Mad niggas Like I remember going there One time I see my older sister In there I was like What the hell Like <laughs> But you remember The crunk fest days When we was like In 10th grade we was, I was throwing parties With the hotels At uh, Star Choice Hotel mm-hmm. And I used to have Like seven 800 people come out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they would always shoot that shit up because that's just where we was at that time, you know, with little yeah. East Side Boys. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think none of my parties lasted past 1130. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it was no never no deaths, but a lot of people got beat up. A lot mm-hmm. of crazy stuff happened. Yeah. But, but it was always so fun, and that's how we roll, you know what I'm saying? If a person didn't want to throw a party with me, best friend whoever it was like i'll find somebody like you like all right mm. shit, bro, what you want to do you know what i'm saying and, yeah and we we coordinate and network and um and like you said when i was when i was 13 14 my mom used to drop me off in the middle of morris farms you know what i'm saying and mm. every day yeah she might not come back for two days wow she, like for mm. real 13 14 so mm. we've we been out here man that mindset of just being 10 toes and and getting it started yeah. at an early age oh yeah even even dealing and then that makes sense like i said going into like who you are now because even um are you born and raised here born and raised yeah born and raised east side like east side yeah press b or cmc uh, CMC, CMC, okay, yeah. CMC kid. Yeah. I always ask the, you know, I asked them boy. I, I missed it with Nadia last episode, but yeah. I usually ask the Charlotte natives, "Are you CMC or your Presby baby?" Yeah, One of, they automatically nah, know. I ain't even gonna cap, bro. <laughs> My mama probably looking at this, probably like that nigga lying because I don't even know what the fuck. I can't even remember, bro. Like I might be, C- I think I'm CMC, but, but <laughs> ain't no cap. I really don't. He said I could be a Presby baby, nigga. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't even know. We still rep the East Side. He is Charlotte nigga though. <laughs> but even with that, you being an East Side dude, yeah. Um. You talked about like having those parties earlier on, and like, of course, it would be it may be some tension because you were one of the earlier on people that would throw parties where it would be niggas from all different sides. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if you remember, and, and so you would have them, and you were doing that at a time where it was like, Crazy. Me being a like, like you know, back in the day, we ain't mess with West Side niggas like that. Nah. Like unless it was about, no I side. ain't mess. I I did not mess with West Side niggas until Wait, after we, high school. Like when it was about no money side. and stuff like that. Like like no side. That's how niggas were in Charlotte though. Yeah. North Charlotte niggas rep North Side hard. West Side rep West. Hey, east oh, east. Oh, six niggas always gonna remember North Side niggas used to pull up no yeah where's you yeah. know what I'm saying like bro you like god damn you know the party about to be over yeah bro. it was it was a rivalry bro it was uh, a rivalry all my road farm pond out of wild man mm-hmm. bro it used to be crazy man like, yeah gunshots galore like that's why I love the generation now to like people dancing and you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. partying because like they're actually able to enjoy the evening and like Mm-hmm. It, it ain't all this beef and craziness. Like we grew up in a real crazy era. To yeah, be like yeah, man. I we grew up in a time like RMP. I don't know if you remember um Rico that on that yeah passed away. Sure. And I and I feel like that really for us for me anyway. Um, that situation set off a lot of stuff because that was somebody that was an East Side loved person that got mm-hmm. tragically murdered in the West Side. And so I feel like for our generation, instead of it breaking that chain because you had previous beef. Yeah. It kind of it reignited something to where we came into something like that 
to so seeing seeing this generation now where it's like you can mess with the west side do you mess with east side mess with south side yeah. that's what it's all about because it's all about, about charlotte unification, unification at the end like of the day said, bro, I love that but shit, even man. with that you were trying to start that like no, you were trying so. to start because like you would have those like i feel like the only time the worst experience um was like one of them hotel parties yeah where it was like it got shot up like yeah. it was like and i, I feel like it was just because like hakeem was there yeah. Like next was the like it was a crazy, but that was like the worst, and it's bound to happen when you got West Side East Side like rivalries like that. But all all aside from that, like everybody would leave for the most most part, yeah, happy having a good time, and so it's a it's a staple in memory, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, in the Rolodex, dude, of history. And we would think about it. I was thinking like, damn, we had all those people. We was charging like five dollars at that time, bro. Yeah, trying to have fun, you know what I'm saying? I'm Mm -hmm. over here selling CDs. Me and Slim selling CDs. Through the week, like I used to have a book bag. I ain't never had no no books in my book bag, so I always had CDs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make the list for everybody, and then we'll take the money, and you know what I'm saying? Then we'll try to throw the party. Mm-hmm. Charging five dollars. Yeah, man. Like a, I feel like y'all were even doing that at the pub. Like bro, y'all weren't charging nothing but like a five dollar yeah. fee at the pub. Like, Maybe I couldn't. Even, next, yeah. Next nigga charging twenty five, thirty. Yeah. Getting off, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you live and learn when you just. We were just out here just. Experiencing it, like, yeah, and that's how I'm still am now. You know, what I'm saying I always try to go back to that, to those days because it was just fun. You know, what I'm saying we trapping, we making money, so I was making more money than any teacher at that at, at my school. You know, what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying so it was like I could do whatever. I used to pull up and pay for twenty people to get in the club, mm-hmm. and it wasn't about the money. It was about that everybody was smiling, everybody got to enjoy each other. Like it, everybody was having a good everybody time. Everybody had a good time. So I know as we got older, it's like it, it became more of a conflict and like. Why am I keep doing these things? But really, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We come, we black. We come from slavery. We come from a lot of injustice. So it's like we need those matriarch people that's going to give and uh, make sure that we don't need nothing in return. Yeah. So I don't want nothing in return, to be honest. I just want to keep on giving. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, taking over and making sure that we take Charlotte to a new level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, be the biggest philanthropist. You, yeah. you ever watch Mr. Beast on uh, YouTube? Uh-uh, I ain't never heard of him. Mr. Beast, he's like the number one YouTube. And like he'll go mm. up to like people and he'll he'll be like, all right, whoever everybody gotta sit in the car. Last person get out of the car, they get to keep the car and you get fifty thousand. So people what? sitting in the car for like <laughs> seven days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But somebody yeah. eventually gotta get out. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But take it down, day, do something. People love to see stuff like that. He also gave he blessed them with a car, he blessed mm. them with fifty thousand. He's gave away millions of dollars before, you know what I'm saying? He and a dark skinned dude. So he's actually a white guy. Oh, okay. But That's it's the it's the mechanism, it's the philanthropy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like you're actually giving people a chance to change their lives, and you don't need nothing in return, like so. Yeah. And I love that. That's that's just where I'm at right now in life. Yeah, it's interesting that you brought him up because like I was just watching. I forget this guy's name, but he's a black dude that does the same thing where like he'll he'll uh test people like test in the sense of like test their heart like mm-hmm. he'll he'll be like yo man like i don't got nothing yeah. i don't got i left my money in the car like do you mind like paying for this it'll be water bro and they'll, <laughs> they'll be like nah get out of here yeah, like it'd it be rude as crap and then like he'll find that one person and he'll bless them and pay for everything and yeah. like he'll give them some money on the side so it's just like that was really just a test to show like the hardness of the heart of people and what's going on yeah. and one dude asked him he was like because he gets ridiculed a lot for doing stuff like because he messes with a lot of homeless people like he gives them money and stuff like that yeah. and they're like why are you like um putting this out on camera like why are you showing people like this like yeah. you you trying to like profit off of like he was like y'all profiting off of murders like Thanks. y'all profiting off of like trash he was like i'm not doing this to show people like oh look 
at me, I'm a nigga like giving. I'm doing this to motivate y'all For to sure. like show people like, yo, it's people out here that need your help, and it's still some some good humanitarian people out yeah, here. Yeah, man, like Shaq, man. What's Shaq doing, man? Salute, salute to Shaq, bro. Like just showing that, like even people like, why you got to put a film on it? But I mm. think anything Shaq does. He don't even it's have gonna to, happen. It's gonna, it's gonna automatically yeah. be on the big screen he's because he's Shaq. But at the end of the day, Shaq out here, hey, he's buying something for somebody every day. Like yeah. the transition of Shaq has been phenomenal. Like um, beautiful man. He's always been a fanat. Like I can't say that word. Fanapolis, whatever. Philanthropist. Yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> he's always been a giver. He's always been a giver, even yeah. in his early years. But to see his transition from that to like a business sense of what he's been doing, yeah, it's been phenomenal. It's been dope. And that's why I want to transition into more like you know what I'm saying. Like you say, what to do? Like if I can make a million dollars by showing myself bless families. And I give the million dollars away again, and it makes mm. me three million. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think if everybody should do that, then yeah, like you know, what I'm saying, keep blessing other people that don't have it and don't look need something in return. It's not that we're needing the money in return. We're just using the money because think about if you have a nonprofit organization, you need the government to give you money to be able to help the homeless people, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm. we need the money to be able to help people that don't have the knowledge that we have or didn't read the books that we read. Like, like I said, it's it's not even. I call it the open the door effect. Like, yeah. say if you um open the door for somebody twenty times, mm-hmm. and then he come back to you, you got thirty things in your hands, and you still got to open the door for yourself. You're like, dang, I just opened the door for this nigga like twenty times. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna open the door again twenty more times? Or are you gonna let him change you? Mm-hmm. I'm keep opening that door. Yeah, because I don't know what he got going on in his life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't know what he got yeah. going on in this world. So that's that's the beautiful thing about growing up in Charlotte. You got to see poverty. You got to see rich white people. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You, got you that, see a mixture of everything. That perfect blend. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's like my, my empathy is like at a at a thousand right now, bro. Like yeah. I'm just trying to trying to change and help as much as much as I can. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. keep motivating. Be blessed to be a blessing, man. Is the goal. I mean, like sure. that's it's an old scripture where it talks about in a sense of um, and that's really where I started not holding any grudges, like really being empty hearted in the sense of like clean, like just transparent with my heart, not holding anything, any toxins in there. Cause this scripture where he's asking the dude is asking, um, you, you probably have heard it. He's asking Christ. He's like, how many times you forgiven somebody? I'm paraphrasing. He's like 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it, it, it's not a number on forgiveness pretty much is the parable. What it was just like, you forgive him how many times you, it's, it's, it's it sees takes. fit to take. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like, I'm the same way when it comes to like helping somebody out, like the old Liberty Mutual commercial. I call it like the Liberty Mutual idea. Yeah. <laughs> like back in the day, like I don't know if you remember this commercial where like somebody would be holding a door. Yeah. Somebody would be watching them hold that door. And then that person watching them will be the person that pulls over and helps somebody with a tire, a Bingo. spare tire. And then like somebody, a kid would be watching that. And then like, you know, you know, the trying, yeah, it's, it's, it's a continual effect Bingo. of people like just helping and giving because I feel like that's the universe. All, yeah. And that's what I was just about to say. Our universal purpose, I feel like that God intended us to do is to be loving and giving. For sure. We all have our own individual purposes yeah. that he's instilled and in, in giving you a God given talent for. But I feel like the universal purpose of this thing is love, yeah. is giving, That's all is, is Thanksgiving. And, and, it's so. been, and, and enjoying it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember um, two years ago, I, do a pool, I did a pool party. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was going up to people at first, and I was like, they was like, so what kind of pool, how much we charging? I'm like, bro, we ain't charging nothing. We're going to give it back to the community. I, mm. My black people came from nothing, my nigga. Like, if you know about books and studying and where we've been at, you know that a lot of people that came from nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to give them something for free 
And now people's like, what? Hell no. Like, man, like, bro, I'm not going to do that. But I'm like, bro, nah, what we going to do? It's going to be a free pool party, bro. They get free food, free liquor. We got free DJing. Got, mm-hmm. We bought all the merchandise and everything, you know what I'm saying? And I just got sponsors, like 11 to 12 people that were on that type of page and energy that could understand, hey, we're going to put $80 in and we don't want nothing back. That's what's 80 up. times 12 is a lot of money, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we able to give everybody that never got nothing a time to just be able to relax. And hopefully that made them have a better week or a better mm-hmm. month or a better year or gave them that, that oh, damn, I seen a free pool party. I ain't never seen that mm-hmm. before in my life. They remember that. Like, oh, bro, people was hugging me, bro. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. To, like, weeks after, like, hugging me, like, yo, bro, I needed that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's really what it's about, man, just keeping that universe and changing the dynamics, man. We we changing dynamics right now, bro, and I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And that and that spreads, man. That's what people are failing to realize. We ain't nothing but energy transmitters, man. We flow either out mm-hmm. of good or negative energy. And so somebody left that party and was like, you know what? I'm gonna do that. Like that's that's a dope. They may yeah. do it a different way. They may do like a, a big house party and daggone, you know, mm-hmm. free free liquor, free food, come yes. watch the fight, don't you know, like Bingo. a business dude might evolve and create his own business yeah. to where at his restaurant he has a daggone free day where it's like, you know, like, whatever you want, man. Just and just keep playing seeds, bro. You know what I'm saying? A seed a tree, how long it take it for a tree to grow big? You know what I'm saying? A damn like, long time. A damn long yeah. time. So you know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Like I might have just planted a seed. It might take 10 years for that seed to grow in that person. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's we don't need instant gratification. We don't, we, we know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we know the game that we're playing and who we're going to be. So it's like, I'm just going to keep with that because it's working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep spreading that, man. It's, it's like working. Pac said, I may not be the one, but I may spark the mind of the one. Yeah. And so that's really what it's all about, dude. Like, And that's one thing, like I said, I've always admired. Like, you've had that same mindset from a, from a youth. Mm-hmm. To seeing the rise from you being that to even out of high school trying to like do the legal route, like going yeah. the legal route, and like you the first person I seen uh, aside from like you know Slim Hood, so I was a Slim Hood doing this thing. I'm gonna get them on here as well. Yeah, but like at young ages having the mindset of like we need to think legal, like yes. we need to we need to put our feet in this legal stuff, like looking around and be like it's too much legal money out here. Quick like, cold turkey. <laughs> I mean, my quick cold turkey, dog. Yeah. And, um, I remember because my homie, like, he, he had to, got locked up, mm. had to do, like, five years, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he didn't understand that, like, me and him was running, like, the operation. So, like, everything that he went through, I was thinking to myself, and, you know, this was around the time with the recession. People weren't having money like that, but we had money. So it was like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, something ain't right, you know what I mean? And then at the same time, I was looking at, like, the trap as a way of being lazy. Mm. Like, it was like. I, all I would do is just wake up, make some money, and then go back to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Play video mm-hmm. games. like. So you felt it, it got you too comfortable to a degree? Comfortable. And mm-hmm. I don't, you don't want to be comfortable in this world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially where we Especially come from. Especially in the trap. Especially where we come from. We're black individuals, and yeah. we got so much work that we got to put in to be yeah. able to try to catch back up. You know what I'm saying? Because, no offense, there's billionaires, millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like There's people that's getting inherited money like... It's crazy, crazy right it's but crazy. we didn't know about all this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we didn't know to make sure that you got life insurance we didn't know to make sure that you have all your paperwork together yeah like, my dad about good me, credit my dad tell me like yo <laughs> man you got assets now make sure you got your will together like i'm like yeah i'm yeah. still young like i'm like man fuck it. i like to party daddy like yeah, yeah. he like but, but then mm-hmm. i'm thinking i'm like yeah you're right like i am still evolving i'm still growing assets and i'm still trying to obtain more businesses so i need i do need to make sure that my son has the passcodes if i passed away or mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or yeah. make sure that 
the house don't go to probate or to the, you know, to the court system. It'll go straight to my son because I made sure that was in place. Mm-hmm. But nobody else tried to take advantage of it. So yeah. it's it's a lot of little things, but yeah, you're right, bro. Yeah. And that's just thinking ahead of the curve because like they didn't teach us that in school. You know, they buy like everything I'm noticing is like the stuff that people be like, well, like that was lame back in the day. Niggas is doing now. Like Facts. they should have they should have been talking to kids about like credit. Like and and, and not only that, white folks have been teaching their kids about that. Facts. Like we're just getting into a level dealing with like mental health and, and cats trying to fix credit and mm-hmm. kids like we used to see it on TV shows. White parents always would take their kids to therapy. Yeah. And always like try to make sure that their mind was good and set them up for like, yeah. you know, for for um success, you yeah. know, and so we're finally. I feel like our generation is really the generation that's really figuring it all out. It's beautiful to watch when man. it comes to the mental, when it comes to the finances. Like it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, bro. it's like, beautiful. And I'm even giving a shout out to all the black women out there, man, because I man, black women are becoming like strong, man. Like I hang around like a group of black women, and I'm watching how goal oriented they are, and mm. they got. You know, they, they do things that we don't do, like vision mm. boards. And, you know what I'm saying? We ain't coming together, bro, and be like, hey, bro, let's do a vision board. Like, yeah, let's pray yeah. on Sundays and stuff like that. But they really doing it. And I'm seeing the difference in their lifestyles. They're going from one house to a house with a rental property to a house with a rental property yeah. in the business to a house with a rental property business and then another business. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, damn. So, like, yeah, shout out to Justine, Ashley, like, Chen Wai. Mm. Uh, shout yeah, out you to made me look. Tay. I thought she was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All of them, like, yeah, cameras. Like, hey, all uh, candy. All the ladies, uh, neat. My yeah. baby mama, like you know, what I'm saying they some strong black women. Like shout out to them, man. We'd be nothing and without I love them. It. And mm-hmm. I love to see that. Like I love to see what what they're becoming and how strong and how they move. And they all got kids. Usually, like most of them got kids, and they they got mm-hmm. kids, and they doing this. Like, come mm-hmm. on, bro. So how much more can we work? Yeah. It's you know definitely motivating because mm-hmm. <laughs> I come from that household, like Facts. single parent household, mom raising four kids that are going to doing a thing, working and, and still having time to ask me how I'm doing and making sure bills is paid and, you know, having pizza party birthdays and yeah. all that and just like and still being fly. Where it's just like, yo, like how you doing? You did, <laughs> you did your daggone thing. Like when it comes to the history, just looking at the Facts. history of this country, bro, like, of course, they will never give them. The credit of being like the head of this, but if we're really talking are. about America, the black woman is the neck of this. For sure, like we cannot move this country without the For without sure, the black bro. woman, and like, so it's like they raising kids, mm-hmm. opening businesses, going to work, mm-hmm. working a nine to five, going to school. Like I'm like. Yeah, and then I hear like I'm hanging around somebody else of the males, and they still some of them might be freaks in the sheets. Oh, I ain't gonna cap, bro. These chicks they they gonna sell it on niggas. They like, oh, that's even (laughs) hey, that's even better. Might go straight to the Lord. They said they don't. (laughs) Most of them ain't even having sex with niggas to be honest. Like just because you know the energy, like they don't want the energy around them. Mm -hmm. Which uh, I'm I'm to that level now, though. Yeah, it's like it's I'm I'm. I consider myself celibate in the in the sense of I'm trying to be. You know, yeah. I've been I've been doing it this past year. Mm-hmm. And um it's just to a level where it's like I want it to be in a mind frame where it's like if I'm gonna do that, like it gotta be energy, bro. It nah. gotta be my look at that okay trying to He like this nigga cap, bro. This, I said this cap. year. This year I've been on the mission. Yes, this year, folks. It ain't easy, bro. I trust yeah. understand. This year for sure has has been a year. It's been challenging, but at the same time. Yeah. 
um, it's not been challenging because when you get older and then like you're in a mission like how I'm in, mm-hmm. like tunnel vision, you're the same way. Like you got your kids, you're in tunnel vision, you're trying to do these business. You ain't trying to have nobody lame up in here. No, and not. so when, especially like now that I'm sober minded, like, yeah. and I'm not meeting brides at the club, like I, I met a, I don't let a lot of chicks get into my circle from just being a drunk nigga at the club. Nah, and so it's like when you really in that sober mind frame and really feeling people's spirit, spirit in where soul. it's like, nah, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Where it's like, you ain't just going to give me one no pretty face now. Nah. Like you got to be somebody, like you say, like a strong black woman that's handling her business and, you know, taking care of her kids and like, yeah. you know what I'm you saying? Can come like, join the game. Trust yeah. me, you got them really on your shit, you can come join If the you game, on your you know shit, like for sure, where iron can sharpen iron, yeah. I'm with it. But it's just that's what I mean. Like I ain't trying to be out here just willy nilly just giving my dick to anybody. Body, bro. Them, nah. them, them days is over with. Like, nah, for sure. always been selective anyway. You know, it's always quality over quantity, anyways. Don't, don't get me wrong, I fucked some ugly hoes before. But, oh, yeah, you know we ain't all been there. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, Jersey always, and the Raptors with that. I always tried to make sure that, like, I put myself in this position to be able to get the woman that I wanted, to be honest. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, to me now, like, like when we go back to what we were saying about, like, trapping at a young age and when I quit cold turkey, bro, I, I didn't work. My first job I got when I was 22 years old because mm. I always knew in the streets. That's all I know. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when I was 22 years old and I was like, all right, now I'm like about to cry because I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I don't know shit. I ain't got no. I'm going to jobs. It's like, where you been working? I'm like, uh, the street. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Eastway, nigga. Eastway, Eastway and, like, and Central you, Avenue. You don't get no <laughs> job here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So thankfully, my nigga Mo. Uh, shout out my nigga Mo You know what I'm saying He worked at Foot Locker And he was like man Come up here for a little while Oh shout out to Mo yeah. Mo that went to the eye. And then that's when I got On the shoe game You know what I'm saying So I started selling shoes And he would tell me About the shoes And we would get All the releases And everything like that And um from Mo's, I got a job at a, at a call center called Convergence. Everybody worked at Convergence. I worked at Convergence. Yeah, everybody worked at Convergence <laughs> One time in their life You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying And I, I mean, Wasn't I, that like out there In um what was oh, that? University. Uh, uh, university, yeah. yeah. I feel like my brother worked out there, too. Everybody worked at Converse mm-hmm. at least one time. If you're, Charlotte, if you're coming to Charlotte, man, at least get a job at Converse, man. That shit gonna get mm-hmm. there. Either Convergence or Encore. Get a little stepping stone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay there for too long. Mm-hmm. I worked at every call center, I feel like. Conversions, Connections, Encore. Encore, yeah. <laughs> see, I didn't, see, nah, see, I ain't never had to do all that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. because I ain't never have a job. Like, yeah. so it was, so once I did that, I was, I learned about the shoe shit. And I was like, damn, this shit, mommy, a trapping. Like I think everything in the trapping, like yeah, you, you might sell because it really is four bro. Apes. When you like, look at it, you made thirteen dollars times four, so you made what's that? Fifty six dollars or something like that. Fifty two dollars mm. or something like that. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm over here looking like, all right. So if I can do that at a job, or if I can sell shoes, or have an eBay business, or anything like that, like once I learned that. That eBay world and like, man, you don't gotta tell nobody what you're doing when you deal with the eBay. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gotta promote no business. I can always have it. I still sell shoes today. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just seen you had some of the stories from today's like two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? The plug, that's we got plugs on those. So that's new Jordans. I don't even like selling new shoes no more. Mm. I'm selling pre-owned shoes now. I only want the dirt and then I'm gonna send it to Africa. So that was your last time doing like new Jordans like that? That you, nah, that was just the opportunity the okay. other day. You, they just, you just stumbled upon them and just like, do say, if hey, anybody man, want them. Hey, no, I no. got 10 pairs. So you still do both to depending on the shoe. Yeah, if I got a good opportunity. Yeah, but If you it's know, a good one. It's, it's crazy with the shoe world because the shoe world transitioned so much. Like when we was doing it, um, it was like maybe like two or three of us like that would go out to the releases. So I would end up 
staying with a chick like I told you when I got kicked out and she stayed right across from South Park Mall mm -hmm. and they made a house of hoops and that's mm -hmm. where you that was it was the first one in North Carolina and um I basically this is where you can get a re all the releases yeah you know what I'm saying and bro so I, I was the only one who knew about it because of Mo mm. so I'm getting all the releases though I'm yeah. buying them all so it's just three now the next week it's starting to be on the news and shit ah shoot that's how it starts you know what I'm saying next thing you know it's 30 people 50 people 100 people 200 people out there. Next thing you know, I'm like, damn, how can we make a business without having to generate with all these people? And I, you know what I'm saying? I went from getting 20 pairs of shoes to now getting only two. That's yeah. wasting my time. Mm -hmm. Use shoes, I can get all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So it's just all about growing and just learning now, man. Mm -hmm. Working the smart. Same mechanisms of like the trap. Mm -hmm. Working smart, not working hard. Yeah. You know? Working hard too, but working smart with it. A lot of mm -hmm. people be sleeping on life ins life insurance and like Medicare and healthcare. Like so, I was. Um, I slept on that. I just really got into that the past two years dealing mm -hmm. with like life insurance and really like looking at the bigger picture. With like, I've always been wanting to think about like mortality in a sense because like it's every year, especially after eighteen, was like a blessing. Like when I got to eighteen, then twenty one. Then 25, 27, mm -hmm. all those years were years where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to die this year, sadly, for yeah. some reason. But then as yeah. I got past 30, <laughs> I don't know, because it was a combination of the lifestyle, the lifestyle and then doing the heavy drugs. I was just like, and then like when you're in like a, like I was telling De Niro this, I was like, when like that spiritual warfare stuff is real. It's real. When you're in a lifestyle where you can really feel the spirit of death. Like, I was in, like, the early 20s. Like, mm -hmm. I got to a stage where death was chilling with me. Perfect. Like, if, if you allow, like, same thing with energy, bro. Like, if mm -hmm. you allow the spirit of God to rest on you, if you allow it to. Mm -hmm. Like, what Jesus did, he was he was God, but at the same time, he was, he was giving us the recipe of how to do this thing, how to walk this thing. And so it's the same thing with, like, dark energy bro like i went through like a dark phase where it was like makes sense that nigga death was chilling <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so it's you like i allowed it i allowed it and so like the drugs or more the energy side of things everything just it like was a combination i was doing all of the above mm -hmm. the energy what i was doing the mindset my hard heart like i was just destructive so, so what did in you that do mindset. to get out of that though like did you go more into like reading the bible more like positive lifestyle like what did you do Died that like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like for real like it's just like I OD like what? I end up getting some oh, what shit. happened is I end up this is back in the day when fentanyl like was on the early ride like this wow. everything ain't new under the sun bro like this thing that's going on now like sadly have like was was took people out like yeah. R.I.P. Cam bro like he went to school with us and stuff bro, like it's it, real out here, bro. the same thing happened to me. Years ago, when I was 22, like somebody laced my stuff with some fentanyl, damn, and it OD'd me to where I about died. And I had an experience where, like, I seen the spiritual realm, like I yeah. seen where I was going, I seen hell, yeah, and I knew why I was going to hell because my heart was my heart was so hard, and I had That's a lot crazy. of unforgiveness in my heart, and so I he brought me out of that experience, like you know, like I tell people all the time, you only a, I can only tell you my experiences, like I don't know yeah. the Bible from the front to the back, like because. That I'm, I'm living based off this experience. I went to Christ based off of that. Like Bingo. when 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 I was in that situation, I didn't get Muhammad. Like I didn't mm -hmm. get Buddha. The person that came to me was Christ. And so like when I came out of that, I became everything. Just was like the Matrix, bro. Like everything yeah. slowed down. I love the Matrix. Like you know, like I seen like the the the, the spiritual warfare was going mm -hmm. on, 
And I quit the heavy drugs that night. Like when I survived that, like yeah. that whole bro, like I don't know if you ever seen uh you remember the Snoop Dogg video? Uh what's the one where he was like um where the nigga was like he dies and like the devil was it's back in the day. Murder was a case. Murder, you ever seen murder okay. was a case? Yeah, it's been but the nigga was like yeah. like he in the hospital bed, and like he he in and out, like he fading in and out. And like when he coming in, mm -hmm. like he seeing the doctors, but then when he fading out, like he seeing demons and stuff like that. Like makes sense. It was on some junk like that. Where I was like, I'm fading in and out. I'm like, I'm seeing the doctor and then like I, and I'm fading back out. I'm seeing demons. I was like, oh God, like oh. it's over with, bro. It's over and, with. And that's real, bro. And I like, just to piggyback what you were saying, because, like, I ain't really promote the shit, but, like, three weeks ago, bro, I got into, like, a serious wreck. Like, mm. 77, I'm going 70 miles an hour, swerve, hit a wall. Mm. Car total, like, engine on my leg, barely could walk, you know Dang, what I'm saying? bro. But when I died... I'm you got out of yeah, well, I ain't gonna say I died, because I didn't die, I just blacked out. But, mm. you know what I'm saying? I felt like I seen death because I remember hitting the wall. Like, I remember mm. swerving, and the car just bamming. And then I'm over here, like, I was content. Because at the same time, I'm not where I used to be when I was fighting those demons. Remember, like, you, you mm -hmm. always have demons in your spirit. And, like, if you It's always about like, it, yeah. I got something I could fix. Like, I feel like I've been taking my family on boat trips. And mm -hmm. little sister love me like like I'm her daddy. You know what I'm saying? Brothers, everybody been. I've been trying to make sure I enjoy the moment with everybody that's around in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. More so. It was like when I did hit that wall, I didn't feel like I really needed to change who I was or meet Christ. Because I've already... I already lived that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's beautiful when you when you feel when you feel like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what I learned from that was that shit. I just got a lot more. Like you know what I mean? Like this this is an experience. Like yeah. even that serious. Like just even us being here. Like I love this shit. Like I love mm -hmm. being able to kick it with you because it's been years. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what, what it's all about. I Bingo. mean, it's all about human interaction. Bingo. We're 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 made here to interact. Bingo. And and be spreading energies of one another and, and encouraging one another and like the bigger pictures like i feel like of course like it started with like two people but uh, god being god he i feel like playing this thing out like the sims yeah where it's like the bigger picture for him was to like make it a big loving planet do you remember yeah. the sims though you, you yeah it? you remember yeah, how like they had like the charisma the cooking yeah like all the that's things, real all life the components of real life <laughs> and if you didn't go to work you get fired yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, you had to really stuff. use the bathroom when you pee on yourself bro like, for real like the sims was crazy like how it prepared us for life you know what i'm saying and i think yeah. about, i use the sim bars of my is in my own world mm. and i think only sim players would actually be able to understand that like i look at myself in the mirror and i'd be like hey are you happy right now mm -hmm. and then where's your where's your level of bars where's your charisma at where's your mm -hmm. knowledge where's your energy at? where's your energy you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like where are you at have you been working on all these things yeah you've been partying too much you know what i'm saying because it's a yin and yang i love to party but i also yeah. love to make sure i'm structured you couldn't overdo that on the sims because if you did you can't they, overdo. yeah it. they would make you have to sleep yeah you have to, like you you <laughs> have to sleep floor. yeah you know you'd be saying? sleeping at, the, at your job you miss your job you could you get fired from your job fired. that job was real bro, bro. that was ahead of his time Everything's just like the Matrix, you know what I'm saying? And um like zeros and ones and but shit, the world crazy, man. It is, man. When you think deep on it, like you don't gotta really think that deep. You just gotta really embrace it. Enjoy like I it. feel like some sometimes like we get so entangled in the hustle and bustle of life, sometimes people just need to sit back and really embrace what the world really is. Mm -hmm. And once you do that and the game slows down, your IQ picks up, it's like, you know, it's like poetry in motion almost, bro. It's Not like really. LeBron, like like you you're you get older but your IQ of the game picks up. To me, like I'm looking at life right now like a playground, bro. Like mm. I ain't even gonna cap with you. Like I'll wake up one day and I'll be like, man, I wanna get like 
10 chicks on the boat in the lake. You know what I'm saying? It's like GTA out here. Or like, I want to go to Vegas tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've done that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the instance of it is just because I feel like to do that, there's a sense of like a consistency that you have to have on the back end. Like you got to be more structured. You gotta have be good with your finances. You gotta yeah. be able to like be more spiritually inclined. Like you said, you gotta you gotta read those books on you might have to go to church. You mm. have to do all these things to be able to start playing this game like a playground because it's really just fun, bro. Like this shit shit. Yeah. Man, like, bro, we can get up right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, like it's it's a real like, life GTA, like, you know, bro. Like, <laughs> Dance if I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's somebody gonna tell me? Like, yeah, you really are in control of this time. Like, yeah. I don't care what nobody thinks, like, yeah. oh, what they feel, or you know what I'm saying? I'm just making people smile, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the free will, man. I love it, man. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't intend for us. If he wanted us, I tell people all the time, if he wanted you to be a robot, he would have made you a robot. Yeah, like, he he brought us here to be free will beings. Them systems is crazy, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, they said, did you watch the new Matrix? Yeah, I watched it. It was all right. See, yeah. I had to watch it nine times because I didn't mm-hmm. understand it, but I really... I'm going to have to watch it again. I only watched it once. Watch it a couple more times, and it basically just shows how they had to work with the actual computers because they were, you know, they were using our heartbeats to be able to fuel the energy for the computers. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? So they needed people to be in the Matrix to be able to keep the system going, or mm. there wouldn't even be no Neo and Trinity anyways. You mm. know what I'm saying? So they had to find that yin and yang to where, like, all right, we're going to let y'all be who y'all are. We're not even going to find you. Yeah, you get these superpowers, which is you know kind of like being woke and saying I can do what I want when I want. Nobody can stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's kind of like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, that's where where I feel like we all should be. Like, don't worry about nothing that nobody is thinking. Like, man, you want to goddamn do what you want to do? Do do that shit. Don't let no relationship, yeah. no person, no energy damn box you in a circle. You know what I mean? And make yeah. you feel like you got to. Not live how you want to live, you know what I mean? Facts. And if 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 a relationship is doing that, that may not be the relationship for you. I'm saying a lot of relationships be like that. To be honest, it's just mm. natural emotion when you, you know, people people are selfish with what they want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That so, may not be the one for you then. Nah, if right. if like you definitely they're right. not letting you be yourself in that sense. Hey, shit, that's something to think about. Choir, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I live. I do what I want. You know. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> he said, "I don't have that problem." I don't have that problem at all. So you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, I like I love this shit, bro. Like, and that's what's up, man. Talk about the um, because it's it's a couple other things I want to get into. Mm-hmm. Talk about the relationship with you and Slim. Cause I see, like, even with like coming in here today, like you had the platinum recording, like, yeah, you, yeah, you came in the platinum recording, uh, Jeep, yeah, for sure. To where it's like, talk about that that bond and how it started early on to where the friendship has stayed solid up until this point. Because, see, the, I think the thing about me and Slim, and you know, I, I I've always had a lot of close friends and a lot of good friends, but me and Slim were like true hustlers. Like, mm-hmm. there's there was a difference in the way we move, like from. Like I said, from selling CDs um, back in when we were 14, 15. Me and him was doing that. You know what I'm so saying? So y'all were doing that together back in the day? Back in the day. I Because my mama gave me the CD burner. Mm, so I, would okay. have, I was the first one with the CD burner. So I ended up buying another one when I sold my first pack. Because she gave me like a 50-pack of little Sony CDs and shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, so I made all the CDs, sold them. I think that's when uh, Murphy Lee was coming out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> back in the so day. Back in the day, day you know Throw what I'm back. saying? So we over here like literally... I'm telling Slim about it. He like, bro, like, you, I pay you a dollar for every CD, and then you know what I'm saying. He had his own clientele. Eventually, he ended up getting his own CDs. But mm-hmm. just to fast forward that, 
in the aspect of where we are today and why our relationship is probably the way it's so close is um, all the time we, we had to, around each other, you know what I'm saying? And when he went to prison, you know, he got out. I told him about we, we were selling weave. We were selling Malaysian, Peruvian, Brazilian. Mm. Uh, we had the 12 to the 28, I'm saying, and weave was both selling like hotcakes. Like, Better than real weed, you know mm, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like these chicks was buying bundles. Like, let me get four. I'm mm. like, damn! Like, you ever seen that hair documentary? I have hair. That's a good one to watch with Chris Rock. Yeah, he's, he does. That. He did a documentary on the hair industry. Word, and it's really good. How yeah. it shows you how it's a billion dollar industry. It's Bro, a lot of profit in it. We were jigging, but we was making so much money from shoes. It wasn't like something that priority. So when he got out of prison, I was telling Slim, "Hey, bro, it's a good play for you. You know what I'm saying? Start selling." My nigga got out. Hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So we always understood, like, hey, bro, I'm looking out for you. Even if you're in prison, bro, when you get out, I'm going to give you some kind of structure and some kind of plan, mm -hmm. something that I know, something I've been studying, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to help you out a little bit better. And this vice versa. So I told you, I got in a wreck two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Car messed up. Mm -hmm. Hey, he like, bro, use my car. That's mm -hmm. real nigga shit. That's what's up. See, I come from nothing. Like I told you, I, I got kicked out at 20. I didn't even talk to my dad for them from 20 to 28. I didn't even talk to my dad, but I started realizing I can control our relationship. Me and my dad, me and my mom, me and my cousins, everybody relationship I can control. Mm -hmm. So I should be able to give more love to them. And that's what I, that's why me and my dad are so close now. Like it's just, I yeah. wanted to re rechange everything. Like me and my mom, like take them out to dinner, take them to Ozzy concerts, just, just give them more. Even up. though I was in so much pain when I was going by myself through the world. Cause that mm -hmm. shit ain't easy. Oh, you know no. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like what I told Slim, he was in prison. By me going cold turkey, it was like I was in prison because mm. I didn't know nothing else. Mm. So I'm in a whole new world of like really trying to go back, like from McDonald's, like a person get a job. Yeah, from McDonald's you, when they you started re did a restart. Right? I had to go all the way back. You know what I'm saying? And really revamp my whole life. And um, like I said, so like with him, he, we just real hustlers. Like we get money. Like we understand that we need to be out here networking. We need to be growing the brands, mm -hmm. and we're willing to be able to do it. Like, I, I don't have to call this nigga seven times when we make a plan. Like, he's already working on his half. I'm working on my half. And you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's it's kind of like cash money records. Like, that's really what mm -hmm. we about to go with. Yeah, you sent him that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, we, show about, we really about that. to go that route. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially with me DJing all the new artists and everything else in the mm -hmm. Charlotte. And he's already piped up from recording people from Yeah, he's the, with platinum and everything. All the major artists he's already recorded. So I mm -hmm. think once we unify put that together like man it's gonna be like the world ain't even gonna be ready for us because the biggest thing is we running up the bag just to be able to give it away yeah that's what people don't understand like it ain't even about the money to me that's it's the beautiful about, thing about it. <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to get the money to be able to help my family and my friends i want to i want to be able man tight tight mm. come on Titus, man come on bro <laughs> come on bro. Man, that's mm. you you tightest cousin you come to the store too then mm -hmm. you know what i'm yeah, saying like for when, sure. when you got that power that's what it's all about that's what it's about bro mm -hmm. and i can't stop until i get there you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. that, that's so that's why I'm, that's my dog because we'll 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 go through the trenches we understand how this world works like we will do anything to run up the bag, you know what I'm saying? And mm. we'll put the work in, we'll study. Like, I know people swear they want it, but they don't look at YouTube and study. Like, we we literally go to YouTube Academy every day, like, mm -hmm. in maybe four yeah. different ways. So I got to study how to be a better DJ. I got to study how to be able to create better content for my YouTube. Mm. Like, I don't, know, I don't know if you check my YouTube out lately. Mm. Um, they just sent me I got an award I just had 400,000 views I seen that On YouTube mm. Like bro And that shit was crazy to me Cause I didn't even think That it was gonna pipe up like that 
Yeah, I seen where you where you showed that earlier and early in the year on your story. I was like, that's what's up. That boy's moving and grooving out here. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So like, once we got that money coming in, especially in a short time frame, because I feel like you haven't really time. been taking the YouTube that serious for never, that long. Never did. Like, really, just tapping into it the past two years. Really, I would. I would. From the outside looking in, no, that's, you're how, right. that's how. That's how. You're right, bro. Like I, I never really took. I be doing so much, mm-hmm. like. I try not to overwhelm myself. Mm-hmm. So I look at things as an experience and the knowledge of it. So I might do something for like three months right now mm-hmm. and learn. And then I might go to this other thing. Like, and I'm gonna give you an example. So with the shoes, I stopped selling shoes because I realized that I, I have a great communication skill when it comes to sales. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching people make $120,000, $150,000. You know what I'm saying? Only working 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of their communication skills. Yeah. And I had a white lady uh, when I got my first job because I was coming from the streets and I'm on the phone with white people talking about like, where your crib at? And what's up, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> and she said, whoa, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that, man. I'm like, I'm like, why? She's like, that's not, you're not going to get no sales like that. They they're not going to trust you. So she was like, for like two months, I want you to talk just like them. So if they would come on the phone and be like, hey, I'd be like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I would mimic them all day. Yeah. And next thing you know, we start getting these commission checks from from the sales jobs, man. We was getting like $10,000 commission checks, bro. Like That's you know crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm like. Communication is so key, dude. And it, set, it sets the tone. Crazy. People don't, people don't even like realize that. A lot of niggas get in the positions they're in because they're good at communicating, man. Network is everything. Yeah, networking energy, is very everything. You got a good communication skill and you got some good energy with it. You can take over the world, bro. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And part of knowing those people is your communication and your networking. Now nah, that's a fact, dog. Mm-hmm. And and that's a, I think that's a component that we can always grow in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We can always, I agree. We can always be better in being a better brother and better sister and being able to talk more to a friend or learning why 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 do we need to be positive in a negative situation? That's the biggest thing. So you know anybody listening to this, a gem that I I took from it was the art of positivity. Mm. This like you literally you can Google it. It's a world that like you always go the positive route and you let God handle the negative. Mm. Because I've never seen a negative person get what I've received. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my life, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of negative people that's getting it temporarily, whatever. But mm. but their souls are like come on. tormented. Tormented. Yeah. Like they say, if they hit that wall or mm. they, you know what I'm saying, they died or anything. Like mm. they gonna be having like a demon in there. Like yeah, they seeing hell. Yeah, they living off of materials. You don't want to. You don't want to mm. be about to die and seeing hell. Like mm-hmm. I want my last memory to be smiles. Like you know what I'm saying. Like damn, mm-hmm. you, you did your best, man. You got down. Yeah. You you went the positive route when niggas was trying to go negative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So and that happened with me. Like yeah. with, at that at that time, like I told you, that was I was seeing hell, and, and it's mm-hmm. crazy that you talked about the car wreck because it's like. I'm at that space now to where it's like with all the stuff that I went through and, and the peace that I'm at now, being able to communicate with my, because everything kind of like what you came back full circle to where me and my dad are as close as we have ever been now. You, you know, like I learned to give like give that time to him and and control my destiny with these relationships sure. to the point to where it was like you know I was thinking about it literally last week and God forbid because it's like I want to live now. I want it's so much mm-hmm. to do and so much that's Bingo. not being touched. But if I was to go out, 
I would be at peace with it because it's just like yeah. I left a lot of stuff on good notes to where I feel like that name will live on. Be like, you know what, Titus has it. That was a cool ass nigga, bro. Thanks, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't, I left you the grudges go. Like I, I had my family in a good place to where it's like, and that's what it's all about. If you hit that wall like you did, yeah, your spirit be at peace, bro. And, so. and it was the most amazing feeling to be at peace, like you said, spirit spiritually wise, because it's like. Now, to me, it's like, all right, that means you got more that you can take advantage of. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You can give give more. Like, mm-hmm. like, if that made you feel good, go into that more, bro. Because yeah. at the same time, I remember the times I didn't feel good. I didn't feel happy and, you know, still trying to learn the world. And, like, why is, you know, we black men. And, you know, back in the day, it was always, you don't even hang around no person that's not in your clique. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like fuck mm-hmm. them, fuck the other side, and that might be down the street. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Literally, like for real. So it was like a real, a weird world for us because that's not how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like we we should be as brothers, like strong kings, like to be able to come together and understand that it's us against them. Whoever yeah. them is, I ain't saying white, black. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. Whoever them is, like it's us against them, mm-hmm. and that's that's how we rolling now. Facts. That's why I have no regrets about even the stages where I did have those dark moments of partying stages. Even earlier on, like before I got real dark, with just like dealing with y'all at the pub and stuff like that, because it mm-hmm. really, it it was giving you a visual of something outside of your hood, mm-hmm. like going from like university to even like. Me experiencing downtown clubbing with alley cat scenes back in the day, and like yeah. it showed me a different vibe of like Coaches. white, black, and and uh, Hispanic, and like, like Harper and yeah, all and all that. Like I wouldn't have experienced that stuff if I didn't go out there, and like I wouldn't know how to network and talk to different people if I didn't have those experiences. So right. it's like the evolution of man to where you've found yourself a better version of you. Your foundation is solid now, and you just continue to build. Yeah, continue to build upon greatness. Expanding it, man. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like I said, I'm in control of my own book, bro. Like, ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what nobody think about my book, because at the end of the day, it don't matter anyway. This is a period, a small period. Of time. I'm the author, nigga. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a small period of time in this in the world. How long Earth been existing? Billions and billions, maybe. How many yeah. people been here and had that lived a hundred years? They yeah. would have thought that was a long time, but really, it was a short time compared to. To earth yeah for sure but so you know what i mean how can you live forever really like that's really the goal and i think just energy like mm-hmm. like you said speaking that positivity and having that soul and spirit wise you're you you're preaching that to somebody that needs to hear it yeah and they go and that's how you live forever even if you don't get to see it facts you yeah. know what i'm saying so that energy and that that's your legacy yeah for sure what you do that that, being an example you know what i'm saying always going the right way like i always got to like i'm never going like even if i see a person on the side of the street bro if i got like two dollars or three dollars like i'll give it to him if i want to yeah Once again i don't never go outside like what well, i do what i want so mm. if i don't want to nigga i don't got to yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but if he asks me yeah bro shit if i can i'm gonna help you facts you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. same person at the gas station little kids hustling anything like that like i'm always trying to make sure i tell them like work on your credit even if it's a five minute conversation, because when we were younger, we didn't have. No I did one, not have that. You, the way I DJ, you would have thought I, my, I came from DJs. Like mm. I learned this by myself. Like eBay businesses, I learned that by myself. Like mm. I watched that commercial, um, that used to come on, um, back in the day. Hey, buy this eBay book and it'll show mm. you how to make money online, and you can do it in your sleep. Yeah, I'm like hell yeah. Like, Let me get a part of this, man. Know, man. Let me I study this. That shit was twenty dollars. I was like, man, bro, I sent the money in. And then that book came, and the first page it was like storage units. Mm. 
So I was like, all right, shit, I'm a goddamn go to storage units. I'm like seven, 18 years old. I'm borrowing my dad's truck and shit. I'm like, dad, I'm about to buy storage units. He's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, no, nah, I'm about to buy storage units and I'm gonna sell all the shit on eBay. Yeah. Or make yard sales or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I started doing it. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, like, it was money in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We getting storage units for like $100. Yeah. We getting a whole house. Like, think about your whole house right now. Like, I'm getting a whole house for $100. Mm-hmm. And then they made that TV show. Storage Wars. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. That's a huge flip, boy. And next week, it was Lamborghinis outside. Like, mm. so the same storage you would get for $100. Be like a thousand dollars now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that's the that, same with the shoes, kind of. Same, you know same process with the shoes. But at the same time, what I always would tell anybody, you can always get a piece. There's enough money for everybody. That's yeah. why I'm not afraid to show what I do. Like because at the end of the day, you're not going to affect me. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We can we can both be running up the bag. Mm-hmm. Like in any way aspect of life. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Cars, clothes, shoes, houses. Like it's it's enough out here for all of us. Like yeah. That's what, it, it literally goes off of your hustle and your mentality. Mm, that's what I be telling the youngins, man. Because it's like, and it took me a while to realize that as well. It was just like when you really look at it, if you have that hustle and mind frame, when you want to, you you enjoy working and seeing processes being done. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of legal money out here, bro. bro it's, it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's so much money that you can tap into. You just got to find the one that you really want to do and be consistent with it. You know, consistency yeah. is key with everything. Don't don't fall off base of it. You could easily fell off and like read that book and been like, I'm not doing this crap. Like, yeah. so that's the problem with a lot of people. That was my problem in my younger teenage years. Like I didn't put consistency in a lot of stuff, and Me then too, I feel bro. like consistency fails a lot of people. Yeah. And so once you really have something that you're passionate about, and then you be consistent with it, mm-hmm. that's the antidote right there, man. Now that's a fact, bro. And mm-hmm. I, even with your podcast, if I say I, I super salute, like, bro, I'm like, damn, this nigga kicking out episodes like goddamn the new Jays coming out. <laughs> I'm like, damn, every weekend, like, bro, it's a new color. Like, so you know what I'm saying? But, that's, but that's, but I love that, like. Shout out my boy Roulette, you know what I'm saying? The dude that he actually uh, booked me last night for the event that we did with the artist. Uh-huh. And um, I, I say shout out to Roulette because his structure. Like, my man literally wakes up at 6 o'clock every fucking morning and, like, makes sure that, like, he does two, three Instagram posts. He's on point with breathe. it. And then, like, but, and you can go to his page and you can see that, like, at every time at this time, like, this nigga's posting, uh-huh. getting that, making sure he gives the, his uh, marketing ability. He's uh-huh. also going to make sure that he goes to the gym. He's also working on his other other jobs and like nigga acting and all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. But you know, and like you said, consistency with structure, bro. That's some that's a that's a monster, man. Like, yeah, because we got to be structured. Like we, mm. I think from us being in the streets and like where we came from, like we didn't a schedule. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like, ain't nobody on no schedule. Even know? if it's not a nine to five schedule, you yeah. gotta have some kind of routine, kind of schedule to keep yourself going in that consistency. You know what I'm saying? Anything. Yeah, man. And and you know, like the dude you're just talking about, what was his name? His name is Roulette. Even some people yeah. like that, like seeing something like that could be motivated into where it's just like, Super dang, like he's on that, he's on that schedule, he's on that routine. Seeing somebody like a yay, man, people can talk all they want, but this is a yeah. black man that came from nothing. Who's worth billions now? You seen that documentary? I've seen the first one. I saw the first episode, that but just the first episode is like it shows you all the denial that he went through these yeah. early stages to where it's just like we're talking about a guy who's worth over I don't know probably in the billions though. Yeah, it's like one point. It's just like come on, man. This is the dude that just started with a vision. Crazy. Was just like and and was consistent with it, and so it just and I, and I love that because it just shows the evolution of like you know like a lot of people be mad at their parents and all this, but I'm like bro, if you look at it, your parents was like three generations away from slavery. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. 
like they didn't even that's know, a fact they don't like you know what i'm saying they didn't know better they always want to be like why didn't you tell me how to be able to be a millionaire mom like but mm. you didn't know better yourself like yeah. you didn't have technology. her great great grandma was literally like just corn. getting free on the corner like, like yeah you know what i'm saying it's so, crazy to think about though how close that really was to it's you super it's close like, so you so you gotta give forgiveness you gotta understand yeah. especially when it comes to us like and they doing trial and error with us. They were doing trial and error with us. Seeing Rangers. how the world is evolving and then watching the Yay documentary of back in the day, like going back from 2000 and then like, like it's like, damn. And then watching his mom speak so much energy and love mm -hmm. into him. I was like, man, that shit hit my heart. I'm like, that's, that's how it should be. be. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and even if it's not your, your child, it might, I should be doing that to my friends more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I should yeah. give more compliments, make them, cause they might never even got a fucking compliment. Yeah. Seriously, bro. Yeah. Like we come from a world where people ain't even got shit, dog. Like yeah. so, like it's they very never... dog eat dog as well. Dog eat dog, bro. It'd be weird. Like I told you when I did the free pool party, people was looking at me like, "What?" Like this nigga it's, smoking. It's free. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. Everything free, bro. Like dude, we got everything because mm -hmm. they just never got nothing for free before. And you go to other cultures, that's what they do. Yeah, you know what their I'm communities are based on giving. Where it's like bingo. Yeah, if it's nine of us, the tenth one's gonna be all right. Bingo. And that's mm. how it's supposed to be. So we just recreating the dynamics. That's what I feel like. Like being an example. Like just showing it's gonna be okay to be positive and, and see that's gonna be a good outcome from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because we gonna like I'm telling you, we're gonna be popped up, bro. Like Yeah. And and the time for it's a new renaissance, bro. The time for it now. Cause I feel like that that time did come, like I was talking to somebody earlier on. We could have been like the Jewish community, we could have been like the Asian community, but the problem was when we were like that with like Things like Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. the government destroyed it. The government, and so it put America. people. I feel like in that our parents in that mind frame of like, Facts. well, we don't want to do that again because yeah. it's like they're They'll gonna destroy us. it. They're, they're gonna kill, kill us. us. And so you get that from generations of fear of being mm -hmm. destroyed. Yeah. And so this is really like you said, like this generation is really the first ones that's really gonna be like, nah, fuck that. I wish I would try to destroy this. Facts. Where it's just like you can't. Yeah. Evolution is taking its course now. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, anything of suppression always can't be if it's not right, it can't last forever. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's where the new world order is coming in. It's got you got to be doing right by your people. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it's only it, it's inevitable. So it's kind of like the George Floyd when he that white dude had his. Um, knee on the dude's neck Yeah You know what I mean White people probably Inboxed him And was more mad That he even showed What they be doing mm. Cause he allowed The world to see it Yeah You put you put a beast on that Yeah Now people becoming More aware mm. And not Been going on for years But now it's a camera Now it's a camera for him they, they really watched you Kill a man on camera Yeah You know what I'm saying And Hey So now What, what are people doing They're protesting You got people That never even seen No shit like that mm. They didn't even know This was happening Yeah you know what I'm saying? So now, like, the world is growing, and now we're as black men, we got that ability to wake up and do whatever the fuck we want to do. Mm -hmm. Who gonna stop us, bro? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, even beyond back in the day with the Wall Streets, the black Wall Streets, and anytime you had, like, a powerful black patriot in the world, they would try to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Well, they did kill him, actually. Yeah, be taken out. Beyond that was when they created the prison system. Yeah. Once they created the prison new system, slavery. the new slavery, you know what I'm saying? And you have to have that knowledge to be able to forgive people and understand why why our households were broken. Mm. Like, they literally, like, think about down south, bro. You, yeah, people wasn't even trying to come down south, bro. Mm. Like, you you go on that one of that hick town, you're yeah. going forever. Sundown towns. You're going down forever, my nigga. And you ain't mm. even have nothing. White dude put two, two pounds of cocaine on you, you know what I'm saying? Two kilos on you, whatever. Like, doing nigga, 20 years. Who you gonna argue with? Mm. Ain't no cameras Ain't shit So mm. how many people You think happened Or they might have just Put them in the back of the trunk And killed them 
Too many, bro. Too many cases. It's Our kings. Place. You know what I'm saying? Well, nah, lady. So like now, now it's time to where they can't they can't stop Kanye. They can't stop Jay Z. They can't stop Oprah, Tyler Perry's. Like they want to, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are like to too me, powerful. Those, P Diddy, motiv- at this point. these are all motivation to me, man. You know what I'm saying? Because the sky's the limits now. Yeah, it's on us yeah. now. We're just trying to like reprogram our own brains to not have that laziness in us no more and that mm-hmm. that in, institu- institutionalized mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're trying to recreate that in our own selves. There's nothing wrong with meeting new people. Like you got people going to war with the neighborhood in the same neighborhood. Yeah. That's same stupid. same skin everything stupid like yeah. that's just Sad, stupid man. but that's what we come from that's what we program from so but not for long though yeah not for long the deprogram process is beginning and, and, and that takes time that takes time to deprogram something that you've been doing for years but mm-hmm. it's getting there bro and it's it's definitely beautiful to see man yeah it's a, it's a beautiful process to watch and I'm glad that we're in this time to see it yeah you know, to see the evolution it's so beautiful it. right you know yeah. what I'm saying that we were we're, we're born in 2000. 22 and getting able to experience like mm-hmm. the good We're side part of this because it was way worse like oh people, yeah people don't understand like anything you're going through right now is still way better than it ever been yeah that's a fact you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. even when i look at always like in like graciousness and empathy of like life like you know what i'm saying yeah today was a bad day but what, what the fuck the dude over there in africa that made a mud house mm-hmm. nigga over there eating mud yeah that nigga ate mud today yeah and grateful for it <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i'm mm-hmm. complaining and I can actually wake up and actually go to work. Mm-hmm. I can always get a new job. I can always get out of Got clean room. water. You know what I'm saying? Showering. Yeah. Bro, it's bro, it's, it's yeah. the little things right now, bro. Yeah, you got to look at that, man. You got to yeah. look at that. It's the little things. Facts, man. Facts. I want to close out, though, um, with tapping into just... Because I've never really known this. You've always had an ear for it, but I never really knew the history of um, you getting into the DJ realm. Like... Mm-hmm. When did that exactly start? That that time of you becoming like, you know, messing with music to where it's like, you know what, I want to do this DJ thing for real, and then coming with the name DJ Main Time. Like, when did you mm-hmm. start taking that serious to where it was like? Because you said you graduated from YouTube University. Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> was that the same thing with DJing to where it's just like, you know what, I'm gonna be a part of this and like, this is something I want to do. Um, thing about DJing was so crazy because it was like so many different components to it. It goes back to like selling CDs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Being a CD burner. Man, like, you know what I'm saying? I got to listen to all the music. Like, yeah, yeah. So I already had, like, a compilation of all the music that was Mixing there. stuff right. And so I remember, um, you know, like I said, we were trapping, so we always had money. Mm. And um, then basically when my cousin was turning, like, 18, he was like, I want to damn throw a party. And I was like, well, shit, we're going to need a DJ. I, I'll buy the equipment. Mm-hmm. And I went to Guitar Center. And I spent, like, $3,000. Like, I was like, I don't know what I need to do, but dude gave me a little Give me all of this. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I never really even used the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I never... Back then, we looked at DJs as a negative. Like, we all everybody wanted to be the promoter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be the DJ. Like, you want to be the promoter. Like, mm. you know what Interesting. I'm saying? So, when the recession happened, it was kind of kicked me in the overdrive of DJing because I looked at it like, damn, the recession's happened. People are not making money throwing parties. They're throwing free parties. Remember, they was throwing... Everything was free. Cause mm. nobody had no money. So then when we was de- so when I started DJing, I was the only one getting paid, me and security. So I stopped that probably when I was like twenty three. I was like, I'm tired of DJing. And um, when I was twenty six years old, twenty seven years old, I, I, this chick asked me. She was like, I need some equipment at my house. I'm having a party. And I was like, All right, cool. Well, I'll bring my equipment. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really DJ like that no more. I don't really got no music or anything. Man, come to find out she like a sorority, like princess type shit, bro. It's like wow. 200 people in this house. 
stepping and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> doing that cute dog. I'm over but I'm trying to DJ a party that like uh you need an expert DJ for, you know mm. what I'm saying? And I'm never forget I'm packing my shit up because I'm like, bro, I know this shit horrible. I ain't have no music, or, you know what I'm saying? And uh never forget some when I was leaving, dude was like, DJ fucking suck. No, no. Hell fucking no. Next I'm week, the DJ. The next week, my nigga. So I'm like, all right, cool. I wanted to learn. I was like, I'm about to really be a DJ again. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm going to take it to the next level then. So I booked me a trip to Vegas. I was like, I'm going to go to Vegas by myself. Went to Vegas for like two days. And I was in the clubs, literally like writing down. I just went just to write down what the DJs were doing transition-wise mm -hmm. while looking at YouTube. And um, I did that like a couple times. Like just going to Vegas. Shoot, you know, I used to go to Vegas three, four, five times a year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I would always go out there and I'd just be staying in the clubs, listening what the DJs are doing. Mm -hmm. um, really studying it. Real, Really studying it. You know what I'm saying? So when I came back to Charlotte, YouTubing it. So when I, when I started with YouTube, it was like, it was crazy because it was like all the work that I put in, it was good to see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like not too many people flying all the way to Vegas just to, Listen to DJ Like I ain't even dance With no chicks Like I'm talking about Like yeah. I'm in there Literally like On the wall studying. You on a mission You studying like, the game I'm studying because That nigga told me I suck yeah. You know we hoopers We damn You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying Like nigga Ain't no nigga Trying to beat us In basketball We don't like that shit yeah, Like football yeah. or Anything We like competitive so, competitive Yeah So I feel like Yeah I'm, I'm gonna do that So when While I was doing that I was like on a rechange Of my life Alright like What is life You know what I'm saying Why are we here And I looked at like just networking wise like what's the biggest component that i can be around everybody and that's djing so it wasn't even nothing about the money now it was great when well fargo corporations were calling me and like they want to pay 180 dollars an hour you know what i'm saying but yeah it wasn't about the money really it was more just being able to be around new people in charlotte and because i like doing shit you know as we got older people don't like to move or do nothing mm -hmm. so yeah it's right up my alley like hey i'm always partying i'm always gone but now i get paid for it so mm -hmm. it's like yeah, it's, it's the best thing smoking, to be honest. I love it. Like, I get to see women twerking all day, every day. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get free food, free yeah. liquor all day, every day. So, you know, beyond that, you get paid for it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that's kind of like the, the transition of it. Main time came from Quentin Pope. Um, we was back at Pierre Crib back in the day. That's what's When I was 14, up. and he was like, is that main time? Shout out to Pierre. Yeah. Pierre Andrews. P. Yeah, P. Andrews. That's Shout what's up. up, man. Shout out to all, 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 all the boys farms, my niggas. All, hey, all them niggas, man. Salute all them up. boys, man, for real. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it's really like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's how main time came into effect. And now, like I said, bro, once I reach a million views on YouTube, I'm just going to use that as a platform to bring in other artists, like maybe be able to promote their mixes or whatever. I don't know, bro. We just experiencing this shit. We like... Fuck it, like yeah, whatever, like nigga, we can go sell lemonade on the side of the street because I ain't got shit else to do. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got it. that drive, that mindset. Yeah. What else did it do? Yeah, facts. Well, it's been beautiful to watch, man. Even just yeah. knowing the story, I didn't know the history of you going to Vegas and really studying the game like that. But yeah. I've seen the progress of just you getting better and better as a DJ. Even when it comes down to like your transitions, like yeah. the transitions are just like, all right, this nigga really DJing. Oh yeah. And I ain't gonna front in the beginning stages. I thought you were just bullshitting. Yeah. I was just like, yo, like main doing everything. Yeah, like that. Really dude, was, if one thing, if one thing is for sure. Two things were certain. Man gonna hustle something now. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this nigga out here DJing now? And I was like, <laughs> but then the I, st though. I started listening. And I was like, oh, he know what he doing, though. He yeah. really, like, and it made sense because you think about the, the mixtape days back in the day. Yeah. You doing your thing with that. So it's kind of really a full circle effect yeah. of 
going back really to that. Just taking advantage of what we know. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Knowledge is such a beautiful thing. Yeah, like, it is, man. So right now, just I tell people to just keep planting seeds. We young, man. Like so, rather it be like be learning stocks or options or crypto or real estate. I don't have to be doing all these things right now, but long as I'm learning a little piece by piece, planting them seeds, it's gonna grow one day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. And then we can use it. Like I know how to DJ for the rest of my life now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even if I don't do it, I can always do it. Yeah. You know. Beautiful man. Same thing with your, your communication with the podcast, bro. This shit dope, man. Like it's mm. like the dude, I appreciate that. It, it reminds me of the dude that was like filming, um, filming Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. He need his own goddamn fucking video too. I'm pretty sure he gonna get that after this. Yeah, yeah. you know what this saying? is a dope process what they're doing. It's a yin and a yang, so yeah. Keep doing what you're doing too, bro. Oh man, my nigga. salute, man. Real, recognize, real, man. For real, always love you, dude. I appreciate you for coming here, dude. Yeah, it's man. always a pleasure, dad. Going well overdue. We gotta we gotta do this outside of the podcast, dad. Going oh, kicking and stuff, man. For sure, man. Uh, go ahead and get people like your socials if you don't mind, so and be um, able to reach you. Hey. You can actually just Google me, uh, DJ Main Time. say Google me, nigga. <laughs> Man, Google me, DJ Main Time. It's going to pull up D-J-M-A-I-N-E-T-I-M-E. And, um, yeah, like I said, if you ever need anything around the city, cookouts, birthdays, receptions. Um, we got the boats going out and the jet skis coming soon. We got the party buses going. Um, shit, if you just need anything, even want to talk, bro, shit, I'm always here. Facts. Hit them up for a good time and a good vibe, y'all. Experience. Facts. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.